0: topics discussed in this podcast may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to The Analyst. I am your host, Kristen Lane, and joining me, of course, once again is Brandon Adkins. Hello. How are you doing? I am fine. Good. What's new with you?
1: Oh my gosh, we just talked for like an hour and a half. I think I told you everything oh, already. You did,
0: but now we gotta put it on the air.
1: <laughs> uh, hey, go check out Cafe Cinema Radio there because I've been doing the whole... Go. I am so sick of Star Wars, Kristen. I did. <laughs> I started it uh, at the beginning because of the new movie coming out, Yep. and we've gone through all of them, and I'm done I'll be yeah. okay if I never see another Star Wars how many how,
0: what was your largest podcast day that you recorded for how uh, many did you do
1: the largest day de- how many podcasts did, did we do? did
0: you yeah the
1: one day you were here yeah we did Rogue One we did Analyst we did yeah. another cafe uh, Empire Strikes Back I believe or a new hope and a new hope yeah so we crammed four? in four in one day just so we could still make all our schedules and everything yep. and then when we did The Last Jedi a couple weeks ago that was the longest one. We recorded okay. for about four hours because it was one of the best.
0: Yeah. It was really uh, favorite, maybe three.
1: Right? Maybe three hours. It was so long because I was, yeah, three hours because I was super happy that I got it to an hour and a half.
0: What In editing.
1: In editing. Yeah. And it was funny. <laughs> yeah. And I made it funny for the guys except Ryan. He's pretty upset. He got cut out a lot. Well, I said, well, if you wouldn't have been as lippy, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> then maybe you wouldn't have been cut out so You'd much. You <laughs> might <And that's> <laughs>
0: get here. So how many different people did you have hosting or guesting with you?
1: Uh, that was the fun part. We mm-hmm. had a lot. We had you, of course, had Austin, um, my cousin. We had Ethan street, and his son, Elijah. Right. Uh, Ryan Mazzocco. So that's probably... the. The gist of it, you know, I had Cody, a guy I work with, did one special episode. Oh, nice with me, yeah, and Tony, of course, okay. was yeah. there. Tony Tyree, so we had a lot of friends. And then he, uh, Lennon did his first one not too long ago. We went and saw J- Jumanji: The Next Level. Oh, that's right. And we had a blast. And so we did a Snap Judgment for Age of Geek. Oh, okay. And yeah. so we came home and did that in like a ten minute. That's know, great. We, yeah, so it was fun.
0: So, how many total podcasts are you working on at this moment? Right now, right now, like
1: I, just the analyst, yours, okay, and Cafe Cinema Radio, Cafe Cinema. yeah, which is a sister podcast of Age of Geek.
0: There you go. So yeah. I okay. kind of
1: co-host Age of Geek once in a great while, just with the with Ethan and Ryan, right? Uh, more of a guest, not a co-host, a guest spot, sure. And then we do Cafe Cinema stuff. Great. So it's about to get really fun because Ryan had said he had never seen, I think, Sound of Music. Oh yeah, the other day. there was, that was a on one of the Age of Geeks. He said that, and I was like, you know. I should do like a top five reasons was, to see was it
0: Princess Bride that he said he hadn't seen either? Somebody said that recently, oh, too, and I was like, excuse me? i
1: lost all respect then.
0: I know. Princess like, Bride's a
1: classic. It is. Everybody well, should have seen thing. it. If people haven't seen some of these classics, I'm, I'm going to start doing little that's episodes to do. say this is why you should go see it. Yeah. That's smart. Go check it out. Yeah. That'll be fun. Those so are we're going to try different things. That's what I like doing is trying the different formats. Formats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: No, that's good. Well, there you go. You get to hear a little bit more about Brandon Adkins and kind of. Why he's involved in this podcast? Um,
1: because you need someone to. record I need somebody you. to record. I don't have the equipment yet. And
0: then if I need somebody to be here with, so why not just? And plus we're his, friends, so why not? Yeah, and <laughs> I
1: like I like I love watching those um, documentaries. Yep. Prime I don't know how many times you stuff. and I yep. have texted each other late and like, oh, have you seen this documentary? Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, just keep watching. I'm like, oh my god, this guy is so guilty. You're like, keep watching. Exactly. I'm like, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're it's like, true just crime. wait, just true wait. Crime, uh, yeah, yep. true crime documentary. Yeah, I was... Recently, I was watching... Um, it was actually an Australian TV show about the Crown Prosecutor. So it's kind of like the prosecution for... In the States, it's different than yep. they do because they all work for the Queen, honestly. So, um, And there was... It's the direct director of public prosecution. So they're the prosecution side of all these crimes that happen in okay. Sydney, I think it was. And one of the people on there said this great line. It was the court of public opinion rarely has all the evidence.
1: Oh, That's good.
0: And I was like, it's true, because that, that's one of the things that they're always fighting is like, why aren't you prosecuting these people? Why did you prosecute these people? And he's yeah. like, you got to do it no matter what, because not everybody has all, all the evidence. So. I think a lot of people feel like they have the information that they want out of a crime. Mm-hmm. Media thinks they have the information, or they put it out there, and then they don't stop to maybe think that
1: there's more to this. Well, and the public is only getting the media's side; they're right. not in the courtroom, right? Which, which there has been some documentaries and you know true life courtroom dramas where some evidence is not permitted because of some technicality. Yeah. Man, that can be frustrating.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I, and, and again, it's it's this tight little package of information in the media, but it it's may not be an unbiased view. You don't know if it's an unbiased view or not. Right, right. So that's kind of the purpose of this podcast, too. Um, if you have any other questions, of course, you can listen to episodes one and two um, to kind of give you more about the purpose and the premise of this podcast. So we like to examine all that evidence that's given in the media then maybe do a little bit more research on social media. Um, And you can kind of get, I feel like you get more public information on how they feel about it uh, on a different report um, in social media. And then we like to ask the questions and then analyze that information and then have all these multiple scenarios like, "Well, well, what about this? This could be part of this too. And that's where we go. And we just kind of, there's never really a direct answer to any of these these stories that we tell which I kind of really like because some of them most of them are have been ongoing but they also are letting people think about it yeah and ask and have an answer that they think might be there I don't know it's been it's been an interesting couple episodes everybody's really liked the second episode so
1: I thought of you the other day when huh? I was watching a Netflix documentary and, uh, and you can cut this out if you want, but this is, I don't, I'm not going to repeat the title, okay. but it's basically Don't Bleep with Cats.
0: Uh, I've, somebody, somebody else recently you told me about this. You have to watch this. Yes.
1: Because you have brought this, this case, you've told me about it before.
0: Probably. and
1: Somewhere. And I was like, I know this guy, yeah. or I've seen parts of this before. Well, this limited series documentary, I think it's three episodes, yeah, has- I mean, all of it. It goes in the full deep of every detail. Yeah. How it started. And it's real similar of what you were just talking about with social media. Because it started, mm. and I won't get all into it, but yeah. it's basically, this guy is a heavy criminal. Mm-hmm. He wasn't yet, mm-hmm. but he did, he made a video that the, he, where cats were involved. Oh, nice. Mm. And they started like a lovely this. lovely individual. Oh, but they started this Facebook group that they were all looking for him, ah, uh, and it became this. You can't write this stuff. Yeah, this is not in the movies. Yeah, and it is mind blowing. I'm how, gonna have to watch it. I need You to, have to watch it. It's I really have to good. resign
0: back up to Netflix because we've kind of we have too many streaming. Yeah, at, at some point it's going to be like back up to cable size bills. <laughs>
1: You might as well just
0: pay the might eighty as bucks as well. for s- cable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> then just record everything. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, check that out.
0: I will. As an analyst, data is my job, and the data says this is what we do know. So, our first story is starts on December sixth of two thousand nineteen. Officers had responded to an attempted robbery at a gas station in Bentonville, and based on the store clerk's description, were able to locate a suspect. He then allegedly brandished a handgun that led to the officer to shoot him. And according to one report, it was within seconds of contact with the suspect that the officer reported that shots had been fired and the subse- suspect was down. So this is a story about Dominic Matt. Um, he's he's the suspect that was shot and killed um, that night on December 6th. The Arkansas Democrat Gazette stated that the suspect died after an officer-involved gunfire around 11.25 p.m., the officer was responding to that robbery call. The suspect was about a quarter of a mile from the convenience store at the time of the shooting, according to the news release from state police. So, since Bentonville Police Department is involved in the shooting, the state police criminal investigation division present a case to the Benton County prosecutor, and then they decide whether or not um, the officer's use of deadly force was lawful. So, this has been there's been a lot of social media uproar about this 17-year-old dying. Okay. Um, usually when they're a minor, of course, you don't hear their name in the...
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah. They don't get mentioned.
0: They don't get mentioned, but um, I believe probably because the family has allowed his picture to be released and that's why his name has been in the media. So it's it's sad because he was a high school student, um, had, you know, promising life ahead of him, but was a troubled was troubled youth. Of course, nobody necessarily knows that when they hear or see a news headline that says Bentonville officer fatally shoots a teen suspect. Right. That's just damning to everybody. He didn't wake involved. up
1: that morning, most likely, and say, you know, I'm going to shoot me a kid today. Exactly. I mean, that's what, that's how some people actually react to it. Like,
0: yes. Oh, huge. Like, how dare you? Well, he might have been defending himself from, Right. I don't know. Right. So, um, I know a little bit of what had been said um at first, but it wasn't released really um and a lot wasn't being released by officials and Unfortunately, the very next day we had a horrible shooting in Fayetteville, which is um when was this back in December, beginning of December, really? um, so there was an officer that was actually killed, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I remember that, and so that kind of that's kind of eclipsed this story with no motive no motive Deranged this, guy yes. walks up to
1: the officer's car and shoots the guy right? yes okay.
0: like 11 seven 11 times like something oh, wow, I didn't know that okay ungodly like yeah. uh his name was Stephen Carr was the officer that right. was that was killed um he was in a car and in a, in a cr- police cruiser behind the police department that's okay. where he so was, he was actually sitting actually there the- he was getting ready to go on duty waiting for his partner I believe. he was sitting there and this suspect came up and shot him so that's gotten a lot of attention in the news, which it rightfully should. Right. Um, a lot of people were upset about that as well, and so I don't want to minimize that what happened. But it is interesting that this kind of eclipsed that shooting, this the Fayetteville shooting, eclipsed this Bentonville shooting a little bit, which is happens a lot.
1: The public is so fickle; they'll yes. move on to the next thing so quickly.
0: Exactly, and so then you don't maybe you don't hear of what happens yeah. with this that happened the night before. So uh, w- so we're going to go into kind of some of those details that we find out, you know, a couple weeks later and kind of really understand really what ended up happening or what we've been told happened. So some of what was being said on social media is that um, they're stating it's strange that, you know, it was within seconds that the teen was shot and killed um, that he allegedly, you know, people are using right. that. Like he brandished a handgun. Maybe he didn't have a handgun, you know, all right. that sort of stuff. That the officer's name wasn't included in the reports. Why is the officer? you know, why aren't we, why do we know the suspect's name? Not the, uh, and it
1: was just a phone. He didn't a, have any. It was just a phone. He shot right. him right he shot over a phone and i always <laughs> want
0: to say were you there <laughs> right. and but i honestly I've want to that ask that time. question yeah. i i mean i want to ask them no like legitimately i don't it, it's gonna any
1: i heard it from a guy from a guy who knows my cousin's yes. sister okay yes and they're truthful
0: exactly <laughs> and i want to but i want to ask well were you there but i mean it in a way that i really yeah, want to know genuine. You're genuine Do you, were with, you there yeah and and what did you see yeah yeah <laughs> but it just riles people up
1: i know is calling awesome. me a liar? Yeah, <laughs> saying I'm a liar?
0: Exactly. Yep. And that happens, and and you can't there, no context can come across in in a text in an email like you just can't get that. So no. I have to avoid it. <laughs> so um, as much as I'm just curious, I know I can't ever get that question across without it seeing like I don't, and, and feathers. Yes. Yeah. So there was another statement was that authorities didn't immediately indicate whether the suspect fired any shots at the officer who was uninjured. So I think it's un- interesting that people say this statement, and then they add in, or the news adds in, that the officer was uninjured. Okay. And I and I think, it, it again, that biasness, I yeah. think, comes in maybe a little bit there, and so they're vague on details, and then the one detail they say is, well, the officer was uninjured. Well, then that can rile people up, too.
1: Right, right. I,
0: well, you're kind of, that's
1: what they're going for.
0: Yes, yeah. I do. I think so. Clickbait. I mean, they're yes. wanting
1: people to read the article, oh, yep. really, and get worked up. right. Yeah, and read their article. Exactly. It's so competitive these days. Yep.
0: Yeah, and I, 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 I get it. That's what they want. But then again, you have this whole eclipsing thing that happens the very next day that's huge. You never come come back to this story as sensationalized as you put it out there. And I think that's what's unfair. A lot of the reports were vague on the details as they probably should be, but this opens up, I think, an intentional can of worms. That's just my opinion. <laughs> then on December 13th, 2019 the name of the officer involved in the shooting was actually named and he had to be placed on administrative leave until the investigation was completed which happens i mean legitimately that should happen i think um and so when this came out um again this is again after the huge shooting and all the details coming out on the fayetteville thing i I feel like it's a piece into the story of, of the kind of like a timeline here of of giving some information. So I was actually kind of proud of the media for actually doing that and saying, here's another little update. Uh, But I did read some comments on this, this post on social media um, and, and also that a different shooting and, and similar thoughts went through um, on this is that some were saying something basically to the effect that the officer shouldn't be put on leave and they should be able to continue to go to their job and get paid for it. And I just don't think people were realizing what, Administrative leave means. Yeah, it's not. They're Doesn't not mean punishing. You're guilty. Doesn't right. mean you're guilty. Right. And they're not. It's not a punishment to the officer. I think depending and depending on the situation too, some are on leave with pay. True. You yeah. know, and then others are without. But I would think in in the cases of being the person that killed someone, you know, whether it's justified or not,
1: they may need time.
0: They need. It's a kindness. Yeah. yeah. They need to kind of pro, you know process this without having to be on the job again. Right. You know, they, they get the assistance that they need uh, to deal with what just happened. Um, I mean, this, this this officer had to take the life of a teen. You know, a young guy that... Who knows how that impacted his life. And
1: no matter how it went down in the moment, no matter if you were defending yourself or someone else, you took a life. Yeah. And that's going to be... that's He'll never really be over that
0: right i mean if
1: he is that's a that's a problem yeah I, I mean but most people are not going to
0: be no and so you know if he felt he w- had justified doing it he still has to deal with that that right. justification and so or that there's consequences from from doing that so putting him back on the job is probably not in that officer's best interests and yeah. probably not in the public's best interests. he either. may not like
1: it he may not want to
0: go back on the right job. he may Looking to like this isn't this is an, this I, mean, I can't mean. do this yeah. anymore. Exactly, I, I think I think the same thing. So I think it's interesting that that was um, have been on a couple of different things, different shootings that I've seen before, and people don't quite understand that process. And again, I think that's just part of this this interesting journey that we take with some of these stories is that the people, the public, John Q gets involved without an understanding of other s- possibilities. Right. Right. And they get upset, and it's like. Hold 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 on just a second. Yeah, were you there?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did you have to deal with those feelings? Did you have to deal with that adrenaline, with that guilt? With exactly. A lot of people are so easy to judge.
0: Yes, I think so. I
1: love that expression. Until you walk in someone else's shoes, literally try to put yourself in there. Just do a day in their life and see.
0: Yep, I agree. I agree. So then on December twentieth, two thousand nineteen, more details came to light. And it actually ends up taking kind of more of a tragic turn. Um, Again, we don't know this at the time. So uh, according to the Bentonville or Benton County prosecuting attorney, his name is Nathan Smith. If anybody ever wants to look him up, he's, I don't know how long he's been the prosecuting attorney, but for quite some time. Um, And so there's an Arkansas code that's out there, you know, law or like a, a statute or something out there that for using a physical force. And the physical force is defined as physical force that under the circumstances in which it is used is readily capable of causing death or serious physical injury by law enforcement officers. So this is what they're investigating. Did he, he use physical force or deadly force in this instance? Was it justified? Mm-hmm. So the one article, one article um, that I read gave this code. And I'm going to read it for you because it's, it's it's just kind of an interesting perspective that uh, I think we could use in any time we see this happen in the future. Okay. It says a law enforcement officer is justified in using deadly force upon another person if the law enforcement official officer reasonably believed that the use of deadly physical force is necessary to one effect an arrest or to prevent the escape from custody of an arrested person. Whom the law enforcement officer reasonably believes has committed or attempted to commit a felony, and is, is presently armed or dangerous, or two, defend himself or herself or a third person from what the law enforcement officer reasonably believes to be the use of Im- imminent use of deadly physical force. So it's I think it's it's pretty specific. Um I think it's interesting that it says that they have they're in the attempt uh, the attempt to commit a felony. Right. Um or that somebody's going to get hurt.
1: Yeah, escaping. Or yeah.
0: So. Anyway, so I thought that was just kind of a interesting I don't think I've ever read that before. Mm, uh-uh. Or known exactly what do or what is the law what does Arkansas code say for these things? So the investigation revealed that the suspect went into the convenience store and demanded the clerk open the register. The clerk refused, and the suspect left the store on foot. So some people on social media have commented on this. Uh,
1: Hang on. Back up. Uh, He he demanded the register be opened? Yes. And the clerk said, nope.
0: And then he left. So that's the piece of the story that we get from, from the clerk. You know, I'd like
1: to be in that. What I mean, what? No, right. Open the register. Does he have, did he have a gun? We don't know. Okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. But
0: I, I think that's what's interesting about about this. This. Hey, so movie. the
1: listeners need to know. I don't know what you're bringing. Right. I don't know the story. I'm learning it as she's saying it, so I may have questions here and there. Yeah, and, and just,
0: that's why we like those questions.
1: I am really. <laughs> I'm really surprised he goes in. Me too. I guess I don't know if he had a gun or not.
0: We don't, I, I, and I, I can say as we go through this, I don't know if he did then, but uh, th- the reason I say this this way is because this is what's in the report. This is okay. what the media said. This is kind of what, okay. I've not read an affidavit. I've not read any of these things. So I think this is interesting, this part, because if he had, what if he, I could see a clerk saying, him saying, open the register, and he says, I have a gun. And the register, the the clerk is like, okay, no. Yeah, still no. Because I don't see a gun. He may not see. It. He just said he had a gun.
1: Okay. I don't know. What clerk is, boy? Wow. I don't, know.
0: I don't think they're trained to do. It. I think they're supposed to just open the cash register. Yeah.
1: I mean, this guy's really hardcore. He's like, no, nah, I don't think so. Maybe right. well, I
0: have a gun. Nah. Maybe I would no, love no, to nope. talk to this store clerk. No joke. That's what I'm saying. Or I'd love to see person. some some store video of that. Right. Just because I would like to see. I mean, sure. If
1: some idiot stoned out of his mind, walked in and was like, hey, would you open that register? Give me some money. Right. And the clerk's like, no, I don't think so. Right. No, thank you. Right. Oh, shoot. Okay. Bye.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Sure. Sure. And maybe that's what happened. Maybe. I don't know.
1: But this same person got shot later?
0: The suspect got shot. The suspect did. Yes. Shot and killed. Yeah. Okay. So some have contacted commented about this this clerk kind of how we have saying that the clerk doesn't say anything about a gun right, right. i've not heard the 911 call that the the clerk had you know gave didn't mm, you okay. don't haven't heard that we don't know what that what he said there can you
1: get your hands on that <laughs> i wish <laughs> would
0: not that be great i would like to hear i that. would love to know how i can access some of this freedom of information act record type of stuff it's gotta be, it's gotta
1: be public record
0: right yeah. some I, of it I don't know. Well, if it's an investigation, yeah. maybe not. Right. If it's being investigated, and, but that it's the investigation's over now. Now that this stuff came to light, and that the okay,
1: then you should be able to. So you're making a documentary, and you need it.
0: And I need it. I. Boom. I, I know. Boom, Kristen. I know. <laughs> I, I have to talk to the right people. I think is how gonna okay. got to go down. So maybe in a future episode, we'll have more information like that. I don't. I don't know. Pretty I would cool. love to be able to. Hear those types of things and and see how they came to these conclusions, other than us just reading it in the media. Because then maybe we have more questions or yeah. we have answers or we have some. It's it's interesting, but again, I do find it really odd that uh the clerk refused. <laughs> yeah, I'm still baffled. By <laughs> I'm that. Like, still like I'm thinking like that. I sat on this for a long time. Like, okay, we don't know. We know he called nine one one or they. I don't know if it's he or she or what. What they called nine one one. Um, the officers responded, and and but they, and they responded to an armed robbery attempt, like that. So somehow
1: it was conveyed. It conveyed somewhere,
0: somewhere that, was that there was robbery. a an uh, armed robbery. So maybe or maybe when the officers got there, they saw video surveillance, and they're like, oh, he was holding the guy didn't see the gun, but he was holding the gun down. And maybe when he walked out, the guy the clerk saw him actually holding a gun as he's walking out. Right. I don't know. Those are the questions that I like because okay. yeah. the, then you can't say, well, you know, commenters are saying, the clerk didn't say anything about a gun.
1: How do you know? How do you know?
0: Yeah. But I'm like legitimately asking the question. Were How you do you there? know? <laughs> were you yeah, there? Right. No, no, really. Seriously. Were you there? <laughs> oh. You want to come on my podcast and yeah. do an interview? <laughs> <laughs> so the officer responding to the call um, had a description of the suspect from the clerk. He was searching the area in his patrol car when he came upon the suspect just down the road from the store. When the officer exited his vehicle, the suspect was already approaching him and he had his hands in his pockets. And since the lights and sirens were not activated from the patrol car, the dash cam doesn't apparently doesn't record when that happens. But if he's searching for a suspect, then I can understand why he wouldn't have those things on. Sure. Right. Yeah report says that the lights and sirens are not on, but seeing that it was probably about 11 30 at night, I'm sure he probably had his patrol, his headlights on. Sure. I mean, he's driving around looking for somebody. So um, not wanting to alert the suspect that he's searching, searching for him or for he's him, nearby yeah. or whatever, because if he had just left on foot, that's why his lights and sirens were, wouldn't be on. So, a lot of people are upset that there's no dash cam footage or there's no video. Uh, and I'm like... The,
1: so, the dash cam footage comes on when the sirens are on or the uh, lights.
0: lights. Lights and sirens is what the report said. Gotcha. Uh, how that works, I don't know. I'm sure there's a way he could turn it on anyway. But maybe, you know, he doesn't sure. know who this he's, guy kid he's is. For somebody. He doesn't know who the guy is at this point. He may know what he looks like, but he doesn't know he's 17 years old. He doesn't right. know anything about this guy. So... Maybe at the very least, it's an oversight of the officer not just flipping on the lights when he sees somebody. Yeah. Uh, And um, that's unfortunate, though. (laughs) But again, do we want a video of this? I don't know if we want video of this.
1: Right. But I mean, it would help investigations and stuff. Yes. And that's why they have them. Right? Exactly.
0: So the officer told the suspect to stop and take his hands out of his pocket and put his hands in the air. No
1: body cam footage either?
0: That's... Yeah. And... uh, I'm glad you bring that up because somebody else had said something that Benton County doesn't have body cams, but then they, and I said, I asked, how do you know? I'm like, again, this question, I hate saying it, but I'm like, I just really want to know how do you know that? And they sent a link to an article, but it was for Rogers police department, not refusing body cams. So I'm like, well, this is Benton though. Yeah. They refused them for a couple of different reasons. Um, which I think, and I think you can Google that Rogers body cam if, if you wanted to f- find out exactly what their reasons were behind that. Um, it, it is a tricky subject because how can they do a job without having like a, um, it's like somebody standing behind you looking over your shoulder, no. not that you're going to do anything bad, but can you do a, your job as well? I think that's the argument is can you do your I job think as the well? The argument
1: should be more of get the suits to be reasonable with what they're looking for. And have body cams on, but not critique every single mistake or, you know what I mean? And I think that's... They need to be there for the big investigation. They need to be there for the the shootings and the deaths and things like that. And make sure there's not um, the violence, you know, overuse of violence or something. But yeah, if everybody's concerned with, well, I can't really do my job if I'm being worked... Yeah, you can. Yeah. You know, just maybe not, they won't be investigated for every tiny little... Thing.
0: yeah and i think that's i think that's the worry i think that they would be i see so it, is it is it opening a can of worms well, that like you're one not one bad apple per- ruins it for the whole yes. bunch
1: i mean you've got mm-hmm. police brutality everywhere so that's kind of becoming a staple if you want to have this job you have to you be know, okay with this yeah and be okay with that
0: that's a lot of stress i mean i can't imagine being it a is. law enforcement I, I just that's that's a whole thing that i i just they do have a lot. There's and there's good cops and there's bad cops yep. and they're not all good cops and they're not all bad cops.
1: Right. So I agree. Uh, one of the, my uh, uh, one of my associates at work, who's a he's a branch manager, he I found out recently went on a sales call. And we were talking. He he was a he's out of the military uh-huh. and he was a police officer NLP, for a while. Yeah. And I said, oh, how long were you a police officer? He says, oh, a couple months. He didn't like it. You know. Yeah. I was like, oh, you know. He's like, ah not for me i don't like the stress i don't like the, the few things i saw in the first few weeks i just i realized this is not a long-term thing mm. for me. i can't i can't do this yeah you know? i was like ah, I, I would i would imagine yes you know and it just wasn't for him yeah so he left it and good for him for quick. not
0: sticking into something that may have made him jaded or may have made him right. compromise on exactly. things he didn't want to so yeah so, back to our story, the officer um, drew his weapon when he um, saw that when the suspect put his hands in the air, he did have a handgun in his hand. So, the officer drew his weapon, told him to drop the gun repeatedly. The suspect then pointed the gun at the officer, which the officer then fired twice and mortally wounded the sub subs- suspect who died at the scene. So, mm. the officer then began to apply first aid. He's calling, you know, shots fired. He called for EMS. And as the officer was attending the suspect, the suspect suspect told him, thank you. Hmm. Which the officer didn't understand at the time, but a handwritten note was later found in the pocket of the suspect that identified himself apologizing to the store clerk and the officers and thanked the officer that shot him, stating it was the easiest way for him to escape. He also wished the officer a long and prosperous life and stated that there was money in his pocket to repay the store for what he had taken. He also had smoked marijuana earlier that day but that had not affected his judgment. Which is this is just so tragic when so you this hear is this suicide piece, by cop yes. situation. Yes.
1: Yeah. Okay. I know it's it's, a, it's So so this would explain the walking in, getting on camera. Yes. This was planned. I think he so. You walk up to the clerk, open the cash drawer. No. Okay i'm out he's waiting for the phone call he's waiting to be found he's waiting to be hands up right he points the gun right he knows what's gonna happen he knows
0: what's gonna happen and that's i think sad. and i think he said you know in, in the note it said he had money in his pocket to pay for something so he may have taken something as he left which then makes it the would, armed which, robbery, would, but would make it a robbery yeah. right so we know he took something from the convenience store and maybe that's why when he made it known it was a gun mm. you know who knows how this situation happened or, again, maybe he just told the clerk mm. that he had a gun. So the suspect's parents revealed that he was bright but troubled. He was very intelligent but had previously attempted suicide. He was on medications but had recently changed them. Earlier in the day, he had not wanted to go to school, but he did. But then when he came home, he slept for several hours, and then around 10, o'clock went, 10 p.m., went for a walk. And then it was around 11.30 p.m. that the parents went looking for him and encountered the police and learned of the shooting. Uh, the gun that the suspect had on him that he had aimed at the officer was actually his father's gun. So the father also stated that his son had never committed a crime, but he was one of the kindest and most gentle human beings he had ever known. The suspect, 17-year-old Dominic Matt, was a minor, but again, his picture was released in the news, so I'm assuming his parents probably gave permission for that, and that's why I'm using his name in the podcast.
1: I have a thought.
0: Yeah. I...
1: It's tragic. It's sad and tragic story. What a bummer, Kristen. I
0: know. <laughs> I know. I know.
1: It angers me a little. It well, angers It frustrates me yeah. a little bit because you're troubled. You, you've done some drugs. You're changing some medications. You're not thinking straight. Obviously, I'm not trying to judge or even pretend to understand what someone that's going through that is thinking. And obviously, they're not thinking. Yep. But if they want to lose their life, they feel that's the way to escape, as he said, his own words. Yes. But why doesn't anybody think of... I mean, if you take your own life, that's one thing. You you are committing this act. But to partake, have someone, someone else, else partake it. in it, uh, that is the most... Uh, I think... That's very inconsiderate, to say is. the least, of, of another human being.
0: But I think when you're in that space, of this is my only option and logic and physiology brings itself into that you're almost sometimes incapable of harming yourself like the 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 thought process of how to do this it's gonna hurt and that's all you're gonna think is is gonna hurt but relinquishing that control to somebody else is easier
1: but uh, i see your point but he wrote in his note, he he thanked and wished yes. the police officer that did so it. So he
0: felt remorse for having to do so it. So he was, to
1: me, that shows he's very aware of what he's having yes. this person do.
0: Yes. And but that's not cool. That's not cool. Because yeah.
1: this guy's never going to get overtaken that life. Yep. And even though he was manipulated into doing it. So A, you took a life and B, you're manipulated. I mean, yes. the, the stress, the guilt is even more so. And it was a sick individual.
0: Yeah, mental had mental and health, a mental problems. Yeah. So. And so, uh, I think it is. I, I'm going to read what the the prosecuting attorney how he ended his kind of in his investigation because he says it really well. He says the investigation reveals a tragic and heartbreaking story. At 17, Dominic Matt was a bright young man with his whole life in front of him. Tragically, Dominic convinced himself that he couldn't face the future anymore. Dominic's actions and his note revealed that he did not intend to hurt anyone in his attempt to end his life. By apologizing in the note and even providing money to pay the store back for anything he had taken, he demonstrated the foresight and thoughtfulness that should have helped him succeed in life. As regrettable as Dominic's actions were, he nevertheless left Officer Brown with no choice but to shoot him when Officer Brown perceived the real threat of deadly harm. Undoubtedly, Dominic knew this and created the circumstances certain to lead to his death at the hands of Officer Brown. Considering the totality of the circumstances, Officer Brown was confronted with an armed suspect who aimed a loaded handgun at him at close range in defiance of the command to drop his weapon. Officer Brown acted as any other reasonable officer would have done in shooting Dominic, based on his belief that Dominic presented an imminent deadly threat based on the foregoing the shooting in this case was justified under arkansas law. So I just think it's just sad that's it it has to be brought into this concise thing. Well,
1: it's a very well-put words. Yeah. Good statement, but there at the end you just wrapped it up the, the tragicness of it by saying this shooting was justified. And that terrible? Okay. It's a justified shooting. Yeah. Like, none of it is good. None, none of, of it, it is good. Is okay
0: exactly yeah exactly and i think that's again you know if people are are having you know suicidal thoughts if you're if that's you there are other options out there for you you yeah. do not have to do this there are people that are willing to this officer could have talked to this and they're trained for that too so there is other options even if you're in that exact moment where you're thinking of this is how you need to end your life yeah. you don't have to yep. but yeah there's a lot of convolution to this. And so, um, everybody's affected by this. Everybody in this situation is gonna be affected by this. Right. His parents so social media comments are still harsh on this whole story, really? even after and more details, they know the details. Even after so some are still speculating that this is a massive cover up. Uh and that it's possible some things aren't being released because he's a minor. I, I don't know. But one commenter had even said, you know, brandish is a word used by officers to cover their own or their co-workers crimes. And I think that's like that's a word like I, I don't I think you're to this commenter. I just want to say I think you're a little confused Yeah. on on the, the <laughs> meaning of, the meaning of brandish. brandish. <laughs> so, again, I think that's it's interesting that even after all these details and that this tragedy is here, obviously, they're concerned for this minor who lost his life. But they're forgetting there's still more tragedy there involved yeah. in this. Yep. So um, people are also concerned that it took, you know, from December 6th to December 20th to have information released. And I'm like, I don't know if you don't understand. That's not that long. I, that's as what I said. I think that's pretty go. good with all the kind of yeah. issues that are involved here. But I think because of the Fayetteville shooting of Officer Carr, yeah. I think that eclipsed some stuff. People got distracted and didn't realize how time went by. Right. Just because something else happens doesn't mean they stop investigating something else. Right. Like it's... They
1: only have so much manpower. And
0: exactly. That. So I did find a face Facebook group, Justice for Dominic Matt, which is an interesting perspective on things. Yeah. So as much as I'd like to, again, engage them and ask them questions, I'm really not sure of my <laughs> opinions... God, well, stay
1: away from the crazy.
0: Exactly. The sometimes. opinions other than their own are right. actually going to ever be supported. But it's interesting. Again, I like getting that feedback and seeing how people are looking at this differently. Okay. So maybe there is some truth to what they're saying. I wasn't there.
1: Right. You weren't there. Right. That's true. These that, people wait, may not have been there. This whole story you got was from what?
0: Yeah. So there's a couple of news sources. And the and, face the and the And then the statement. Yeah. So again... So if you want, if you have your doubts about what's been released and you don't think everything's been released, this is a public group that you can go out there and throw your findings out there and, and see mm. who agrees. Okay. Um, I did notice one thing that I really like to talk about on this public group that there was a a person, a commenter who was close to the family that had posted this. It says the family has been in full support of our law enforcement. One of the investigators advised me also that the family has been very good to them and very concerned for the officer involved.
1: That's good. Right.
0: Right. So the the commenter also said that people were searching for Dominic and they were looking for him because they knew that he was going to do something drastic to end his life because he had problems. And then when they saw the police lights they knew too late. Yeah. And so they I think I believe it's like a friend approached the officers um, to tell them that they had a missing person And they said, I think the body under the blanket is them. And then so that was before it hit the news, before they even knew um, about the suicide letters, that they knew this was a suicide by cop before the investigation concluded. And um, also that um, they also had said that Dominic's family knew or was in law enforcement, had some law enforcement, and knew the process of what was going on. So the family's not upset. Yeah. So I think it's interesting that they know what's involved and they, they more than anybody probably knew Dominic State in a state of mind. Um, They could have been able to, uh, if anything was kind of back w- this up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If they, there, if there was a stink to throw, they could have started it. Yeah. And they did And you
1: would think that if there was a stink to throw, the family would be the ones to do that.
0: Right. Yeah. And especially if they have law enforcement in their family, they would have been sure. able to do that. Yeah. So it should be noted that with all cover-up conspiracy comments related to this, not one of them is coming from the family or close friends of Dominic. Good but what friends are saying is we should be talking about mental health. We should be talking about the medications that are passed out but not monitored closely enough. We should lose the stigma associated with mental health so that this situation doesn't have to happen. People shouldn't feel that this is an option to their misery. I do have some updates for us, though. Good. Yeah, so I did a little bit of research on our last episode about um, Darby Phillip, Phillips. Darby Phillips was the story about the baby that had ingested the meth and died. So Car- Carrie Darby and Joseph Joseph Anthony Phillips have a hearing on the thirteenth of January, and on 12, 12 of twenty nineteen, the charges were upgraded from manslaughter to first degree murder. Along oh, really yes. So remember there was we thought that they hadn't been upgraded yet, but they were going to, and we kind of went back and forth to that. There was the prosecuting mm. attorney said that they were going to do it, but we never
1: So it's been done. It's been done. Murder.
0: Yep. So they also have the charges of exposure of child to chemical substance, mm. which is a felony, and then the endangering the welfare of a minor, which mm. is also a felony.
1: That was interesting. I'd have to go back and listen to the podcast to get all the details, but that you had me you kind of had me going both ways on that one. Right. There was a lot of interesting tidbits on on both sides of that.
0: Yeah. So I have to, I'd have to do more research on what first degree murder charges that's the mean. It is the bad one, but the big one. I think it. I. I needed. I should really
1: murder in the first degree is pretty much planned.
0: That's what I was gonna say. I think intent has to be yeah. proven in first degree. So that's scary. That's a scary little... Are you doing our research for us right now? Yeah, just real quick. <laughs> Darby and Joseph Anthony Phillips have a hearing on the 13th of January 2020. But on December 12th, 2019, the charges were upgraded from manslaughter to first-degree murder. So what does Google tell us about first-degree murder?
1: It's premeditated. So that's the big one. It's not that's murder in a third-degree or second-degree. Right. Third-degree, I think, is manslaughter. Yeah. Um, second-degree... Is not premeditated, but it is intentional. Sure. Like it, like it maybe a kind of a passion, I yes. guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, but first degree is premeditated, like it's planned out. You want to end their life.
0: And that's. That's, that's not good. No. So we'll keep you updated and see if I can get any, I, I won't be attending any of these hearings or anything because um, they're in a totally different county from where I'm at. But along with the the first degree murder charge. They have the two other felony charges. So sometimes they stack these charges, um, the two other felonies being exposure to a child to chemical substance and endangering the welfare, welfare of a minor. That if they're not convicted on a larger charge, they can get convicted on a smaller charge. Yeah.
1: So if the jury does not find them premeditate, that they premeditated this, if the jury does not think they committed murder in the first degree, they could still get the felony charges found guilty of for having the substance for. Maybe second degree or something. They may, they're being charged with right. first degree, but the jury could come back and say, "We do believe you are guilty of third degree of manslaughter, right. or second degree." Or
0: either. this gives the their uh, defense attorney a a charge to plead to. Okay, right. Which I I would think they would probably end up doing that
1: instead of going to court with this. Yeah, because this is going to be another one of those situations where you mentioned the public opinion yep you it, oh man sometimes it's really t- I, I know you got to get jurors and people that don't know the tr- the case mm-hmm. and blah, blah 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 but it's got to be tough yeah to get I, really people that don't have an opinion about a kid a baby yeah from a balloon full of drugs yeah i mean that's hard to be, not be judgmental on.
0: yes it's very hard
1: so if you're gonna go to court i'd
0: woo, I'd, I'd take the <laughs> I, I honestly think they should too, but <laughs> yeah. uh, but again, we don't know all the details. They may I know, know they may something. Have details that we don't have. Yep. And they're like ace up the sleeve. Yep. Exactly. So the other case that we did last time was Lisa Balsarth. Oh yeah, that's still going on. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait,
1: that's the one with the found in the suitcase. No, that's Jessica. Oh, Jessica. That's right. Jessica. Jessica. So
0: Lisa Balsarth is the no arm lady. Oh, the no arm lady that sewed her
1: arm back on. <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> that's my favorite one it is the best i can't my uh, arms are enough. off
1: <laughs> i sold it back on for so, you okay
0: exactly so she was originally charged with the class a misdemeanor which was the endel- endangering the welfare of an incompetent it was a but she now officially has the second degree battery charge which is a felony for the assault on the police officer so on 11 14 A failure to appear warrant was issued for her failure to appear at a hearing for the charge of battery (laughs) is she in a home and
1: huh is she in a home
0: i don't know is this the
1: daughter that failed to appear yes okay Okay. yes not the mother no
0: no this is just she has a failure to appear for the charge of the of the misdemeanor charge of the of the um I'm sorry. No, she has a failure to appear for the second degree battery charge. Gotcha. But the misdemeanor charge, of course, it's going to be a def- separate cases. They're separate. Okay. Separate, separate. That separate one's day m- too. been continued. Gotcha. <laughs> so that one wasn't have a must not have had a hearing, or they just continued it and because she didn't show for the battery charge. Hmm. Maybe she's missing her arms again. I was so she's probably it. looking for her arms. She she,
1: <laughs> or maybe her uh, attorney. Crossed her an arm and a leg, <laughs> <laughs> but um,
0: boom. <laughs> so we're going to introduce a new segment for this podcast. Are you ready for yeah, this? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, it's going to be called "Headlines That Make You Laugh" and other terrifyingly funny statements. Okay. So this I got no arms. <laughs> I got, and it, this, <laughs> this segment <laughs> stem from that because okay. we take talk at this podcast, especially was pretty heavy. Yeah, it ended kind of as a downer. Yeah, so terrible things happen, this but made there's me a little sad, it, exactly. <laughs> and I thought that was as I'm typing this up and typing up my notes for this. I was just like, this "Is so?" Let me was a little, yeah, little little down in the dump. So I'm like, okay, let's let's look at some stuff. So these are local headlines, or maybe not even local headlines in some instances of funny things that we kind of read. Um, there's a great podcast called Dumb People Town, and they kind of <sighs> take dumb people stories. Yeah, um, they do stories that don't involve anybody getting hurt or any, any and and I can't quite take that angle because it's really hard to find stories that and locally that don't involve somebody getting hurt or right. And so, as much as I want levity from this, I do understand that something happened here or something somebody was arrested. It may not be funny. It, to somebody. it may not be fun exactly. So I'm sorry if I offend you on some of these stories, but we're just going with it because we need some lightheartedness at the end of the story. I'm
1: cool with it because I have a dark sense of humor. Right. And I tend to offend people all the time. It's and same. I'm not even being offensive. It's right. just like, that's not very funny. Like, it really funny it
0: is. <laughs> you have to laugh at it. You sometimes. do. Or you have to put yourself like, can you be that person that says, you know, uh, uh, in this moment this was your choice right
1: and, and i have to admit i'm the first one to laugh at my stupid self right too Same. so yes. i do things and people's like oh you shouldn't be f- it's funny it's funny it to funny. me yeah, it's funny to me myself because i won't do
0: it again exactly because <laughs> i look what like an, an idiot, idiot i am <laughs> so this is a story or a headline from november 12 2019 and here's the headline and it's it, it's not very funny but The first couple sentences are. So, the headline is, Man Arrested After Stealing Rogers Police Cruiser. This comes from (laughs) KNWA. Okay. So, I'm going to read the story to you. These are short. So, this is in Rogers, Arkansas. A man stole a Rogers Police car after police responded to a house fire this morning. (laughs) Okay. Okay. According to Public Information Officer Keith Foster, the Rogers Police Department assisted the Rogers Fire Department with a house fire that occurred at 520 Spring Street in Rogers around 520 a.m. It's early in the morning.
1: Man, that's early. Okay.
0: The residence was damaged. The occupant of the residence, Kobe Hurst, was taken to the Rogers Police Department to wait for assistance from the Red Cross. Hurst and the assisting officer were walking into the police department when Hurst turned around, ran back outside, jumped into the police vehicle, and drove off at a high rate of speed. He left his keys in the car. Hearst fled westbound on New Hope Road, then north on I-40. not
1: going to get me, copper. You're <laughs> not going to get
0: me, copper. Officers from the police, Rogers Police Department and the Benton County Sheriff's Office pursued Hearst as he continued northbound on the interstate. Hearst was stopped in Bella Vista and was taken into custody. The incident is still under investigation. <laughs> so let me ask you this. South this is a heads. fire.
1: Yes. Early morning fire. Yep. They take old Cody. Kobe. 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 Yeah. To the police station for assistance. Yes, not, he's not under arrest. No. Why don't you come with me, sir? We're just going to get you assistance. Red Cross going to be here in a minute. Yeah. Why don't you, you come?
0: H- stay, sit here for a little bit, and you know, and just Kobe hang out. And he says, and just, "Nope." nope.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to go out on a limb here. <laughs> yeah, bye. I'm going to go on a, lim- a limb here and say, Kobe started that fire.
0: <laughs> I'm going to say that too.
1: And my, hey. I would love to be proven wrong. Yes, it is under investigation. <laughs> yes. But if I was a betting man,
0: <laughs> my money's on Kobe. Yeah, I agree. I I just think it's that was again one of those things. Is he <laughs> one this poor police officer? He's like, hey man, could you just imagine the situation? my car. If
1: I was that cop, I'd look at the other cop
0: be like, is he ra- is, is he running? Is this happening? I
1: went, Do we have to chase him now? Can we let him go? Yeah, we just? I don't ridiculous. need that car.
0: It's broken anyway. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just like that was just one of those. Did you leave your keys in the car, Bob. <laughs> again. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I thought
1: we were always supposed to be ready.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> I think it's so funny. Okay, so here's another story headline. Um, for just a couple of days ago, so we're recording this on January 4th, and this was January 2nd, which really spurned this whole idea of this new segment. And this isn't from comes from Sand Springs, Oklahoma. This is just the associ- uh, art- Associated Press article. So the headline is: Police, man and goat taken on terrifying three state r- drive. <laughs> man oh. and goat. Man and goat. Take man and a- terrifying three state drive.
1: Three states.
0: Three states. Yeah. Okay. So here's the story. A man stole a pickup truck with a sleeping passenger and a goat inside it and drove it all the way from Missouri to Oklahoma before releasing the terrified victim and animal and eventually being arrested.
1: So the passenger or the goat (laughs) was sleeping (laughs) and, and the vehicle was not this person's car.
0: No, he stole it with a sleeping passenger and a goat and a goat. So, according to the arrest report, two men in the truck parked outside of an adult video store in Carthage, Missouri, oh, okay. early
1: okay. Wednesday on.
0: morning. <laughs> the driver went inside the store, and the passenger fell asleep. When the passenger awoke, <laughs> a masked man was driving the truck. And in an adult store with <laughs> <or> a goat. <laughs> I don't want to know
1: the story. I don't know. We're this. done. I don't want this to this know anymore. This <laughs> How do you tell that story? I, why did the, okay, <laughs> mom? They stole my dad's truck. <laughs> Remember that goat? Remember that goat I had?
0: <laughs> what were you
1: doing? Well, He's getting some movie videos. Exactly. And <laughs> Carthage.
0: In the <laughs> this is Carthage, no. Missouri. Yes.
1: Oh my god, this is close. <laughs> this is we near. We live near these people.
0: <laughs> You're surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: really didn't think. Going. Who stole it?
0: Some stranger. Yeah. Okay, continue. Okay. So, according to the arrest report, two men in the park, truck parked outside an adult video store in Carthage, Missouri, early Wednesday. Early Wednesday morning. I'm thinking 2 a.m. Wednesday morning. Uh, okay. All right. The Driver went inside the store. The passenger. How, how long was he in there? Let me start this back up
1: again. I want to make sure I understand this clearly.
0: Yeah. Two, two, two men. Men? I would assume. It says, All right, so two men and a goat. I'm going to say it's men because they had a goat. I don't know okay, why. But... Two
1: men and a goat that we know of.
0: <laughs> two individuals and a don't goat. Don't Google two men and a goat. <laughs> no,
1: don't. <laughs> but listen, two individuals and a goat yeah. drive to an adult Media video store in Carthage, Missouri.
0: Early Wednesday morning. I, could, early, I, mean, I mean, that's early. what's set early? I mean, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's 2 a.m.
1: Well, it's got to be. I don't know. Because it's have, not 6 a.m. Okay. Nobody's I'm not driving be, around with a goat. I'm not trying to be <laughs> holier than thou, but I'm pretty sure those kind of places close around 2 a.m. So when the bars close. So maybe it knows. was
0: 1 a.m. I mean, who? I don't okay, know. So I don't know. The let's exact just time. say
1: midnight to 2 at some point. Maybe, yes. Maybe. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't know what time they close. So, so maybe they close when the bars close. The driver,
1: he gets out. A, to go
0: rent his booby video. To go
1: rent to his, his nudie videos. Yeah. And the other person falls, falls asleep, asleep. <laughs> with the, the goat, <laughs> and then a stranger walks up and sees a running vehicle.
0: I mean, is it? Yeah, I don't know. Did just this when the passenger awoke, a masked man was driving the truck. He was masked and pointing a gun at his head. <gasps> so he's, <laughs> I imagine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Real? They don't, hey, don't hurt the <laughs> goat. I love my goat. This is
1: amazing. This is the greatest story I've ever heard.
0: So, here we go. The carjacking suspect, 40-year-old Brandon Kirby.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Isn't it your namesake? Drove from Missouri through Kansas during the 130-mile ordeal. 130 miles. (laughs) That's a good two hours. With a goat and a half passed out man in the passenger seat. I wonder how long
1: he was still asleep for until he realized
0: (laughs) Or he thought they were going home, and he wakes up. Who yeah, are you? It,
1: maybe maybe his friend got a mask from the adult store, and he's like, "Okay, <laughs> oh, oh well, something. this did is."
0: <laughs> did you get one for the goat? <laughs> like, oh my god!
1: Okay, I I just have to say this, and I'm not trying to be gross. I'm, I'm not going to be gross okay. for the sake of our listeners.
0: Yes, my mom listens to this. There's an,
1: okay, uh, for yeah, I, I'm going to be a good boy. <laughs> There's no other reason a goat should be in the no. car with you when you go to an adult store. I don't think so There's either. There's some funny stuff happening.
0: There's something
1: I don't want to know what it is, but right. I, if I'm the <laughs> officer in, in, in you know investigating this, I just like do I have
0: to Can you imagine the the sus- the passengers having to tell this story? Sir, why was there a goat in the car? Yeah, right. Do you really have to
1: ask? Yes. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with why the truck was stolen. I'd just be like, I, I don't see a goat. <laughs> if you don't see a goat, I don't <laughs> see a goat. <laughs> there's not a goat. I just
0: Sir it's right there. Sir, we are
1: putting in the report, <laughs> no goat.
0: <laughs> <The storm. laughs> because I don't want to go there. I I know.
1: But it sets itself up for but no other every, explanation. I mean, there's, uh, I, I, you know I, it to be true.
0: Yes. You know the okay, goat so was t- there. <laughs> you cannot take it's the goat out of It's in here of this. so often that you know the goat was there. Oh, so the
1: writer of the story is like, and then the goat. The goat. <laughs> <laughs> was the goat unharmed and all this?
0: I believe so. Okay. I mean, it was apparently terrified. but <laughs> <laughs> Because this is oh, before the releasing terrifying... the terrified victim and, and animal.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, oh man! So
0: forty-year-old okay. Brandon Kirby, ah, he Brandon Kirby, hundred and thirty miles. He was taking methamphetamines, pistol-whipped the victim, and continued <laughs> which, which victim? <laughs>
1: yeah, he pistol <laughs> Don't do that the, to uh, the, the goat. goat. Not the goat. <laughs> not the goat.
0: It's in the box. Let's go to the box. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. Um. So. He pistol whipped the victim, Why? continually threatened him, according to the... He's on math.
1: Okay, that's true. Enough said. Yeah. yeah okay, gotcha. So this
0: is, again, every time they get the opportunity to say something, this is according to the arrest report. Okay. So the officers wrote these things out. <laughs> so he was eventually arrested in Sand Springs, Oklahoma, after he let the passenger and the goat out of the truck, and okay. the victim called 911. I'm sorry. So... Sir, about your goat? So
1: you're telling Stop. me... Issue for nine one one. They he gets pistol whipped and released. Yeah, and the animal. Yeah, this is all according to the police report. Yep, Oklahoma we'll Highway so Patrol. So at this point in time, no one really knows there was a goat involved. He does, that
0: goat could have just
1: shooed shoo off to the side of the road. Yeah, and nobody okay, so it. he could have showed up. The cops could have showed up and be and like, they, yeah, this guy just totally stole my truck. truck. I was sleeping in it exactly, and he whipped me a couple times with the pistol, and then he left me here. And there could have been a goat standing <laughs> there, and the <laughs> cop's like, what's with the goat? And the I, guy could have been, if it were me. <laughs> yeah. If it were goat. me, Brandon Atkins, <laughs> not Brandon Kirby, I'd have been like, yeah, I don't know where that goat's come from. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he's just been standing he there really like time. you, sir. Yeah, well, I don't know. You know. If you don't <laughs> leave, I'm going to eat it. Because <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't own any goats.
0: I know. I don't, I don't know. And
1: I don't go to sex shops with goats exactly. either, sir. <laughs>
0: So well, we didn't even ask. We didn't even ask that question. I know, but I just want you okay, to know I well, don't have goats at the nudie store. Yeah. So, Kirby, Ooh. who is from Manford, West of Tulsa, was jailed on suspicion of kidnapping suspicion. We know he took them, yeah. pointing a firearm and being a well, felon it's, it's, it's in possession of a firearm. Convicted yet? So. Jail records don't listen to attorney. <laughs> it's because they do not cuz the attorney's that. like keep my name <laughs> out of it. Me goat no. <laughs> Oh. So the Sand Springs Police Department said on Facebook, OK, 2020, it only took you four and a half hours to get weird. Let's slow down on the car goat napping calls for the remainder of the year.
1: Wow. I don't think you need any more stories tonight. <laughs> any more headlines. I think we're, I like to end on the goat. That's amazing. Cool. But
0: I think this is so funny. The Sand Springs Police. All right. 2020, you got <laughs> weird real quick. <laughs>
1: yeah. Stop. Stop. Stop.
0: <laughs> so thank you again, Brandon. Thank Appreciate you. you for. That was worth it. Yeah. This was a good yeah. good, good ending one <laughs> to go on. So I appreciate <laughs> your your assistance <laughs> in finding oh. the humor in my goat-napping story. Uh, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is the goat-napping? on. What is the goat nose? If you like this podcast, please like, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find and follow The Analyst on Facebook so that you can be notified of updates, future episodes, and access the links to the sources I've used for research by episode. For any questions or contacts and corrections, please email me at sassatech at gmail.com. That is s-a-s-s-a-t-e-c-k at gmail.com. I do welcome corrections. They are not a weakness. It is a standard of truth. If I've reported anything incorrectly, I welcome correction if that correction is supported with a valid and qualified source. I am welcome to feedback, information, and more sources. This is The Analyst. Data is my job, and the data says this is what we do know.